Um, this, is, uh, this is wonderful. I've never in my life been to an occasion like this, ever. I've been to many weddings, but this, this is just beyond. This is so beyond. <laughs> I, I'm so grateful to be able to be a part of this. So I, I wanted to take just two minutes and tell two quick stories about my brother. That when I heard he was getting married, these were the first two things that came to mind, for better or for worse. So this story happened about 10 years ago. My brother and I were heading to New Zealand, about to spend two weeks with our Aunt Debbie, who's in this room somewhere. <laughs> I was 22 then, and I just graduated from college. As our jumbo jet taxied, preparing to leave Los Angeles, my 19-year-old brother turned to me and asked with a raised eyebrow, bro, what's the drinking age in New Zealand? And I said, 18. He said, dude, when we get there, it is so on. We are going to get ripped. We're going to party so hard. Noah, I said cautiously, you know, people in New Zealand speak English and everything, but it's still a different country. You might want to take it easy for a while, test the waters, blend in. You know, when in Rome. As in quoting the Traveler's Golden Rule, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. I know, bro. We're going to party so hard. We're going to go all out, he said, like the Romans. I paused. You know what that phrase means, right? Of course, he said, batting away the question like a beer pong ball. When in Rome, do as the Romans do, meaning go all out, party like a rock star, wear a toga like a Roman. I smiled, recognizing this opportunity to impart some knowledge from the perspective of a traveled older brother. Dude, actually, it means when you're in someone's country, you should try and act like them. Yeah, he said, like a Roman, like a crazy, dancing, aqueduct-loving Roman. I said, that's funny, but no, you're wrong. It's actually the complete opposite of that. It means blend into a new culture, don't stand out, don't upset anybody. Nah, dude, the Romans weren't like that at all. They partied like rock stars, they were total ballers, and I'm pretty sure they invented wine. I said, listen, I'm telling you, it means act like an American in America and act like a Kiwi in New Zealand. It means don't act like a barrel-headed tourist. He thought about this for a minute, gazing up at the fasten seatbelt sign above our heads, and then he said with total conviction, I'll ask Debbie when we get there, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's my brother, <laughs> for sure. So that's part one of the story. So bear with me for just a minute. So fast forward a week later, we're in New Zealand, hopping around the countryside, surfing, backpacking, having a ball. And Noah decides he wants to go bungee jumping. You all know Noah. He is fearless. He loves a challenge. He wants to experience everything life has to offer. And today, experiencing this fearless challenge meant jumping off a bridge with a boondoggle of rubber bands strapped to our ankles. Awesome. Can't wait. So I'm not the biggest fan of heights. But he was so gung-ho, it was like, okay, this is happening, obviously, of course. So we make reservations, and we climb up this bridge, literally 500 feet, I think, over St. Mary's Bay in Auckland. And we're standing on this cement outcropping below the bridge, overlooking the water, which is just miles and miles below us. 
I didn't even realize you were right behind me. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> and so we're on this outcropping below this bridge, and Noah slotted to jump first. So Noah straps on this, these bungee boots, and our bungee operator, Chaz, a white guy with dreadlocks, so you already know he's making bad decisions. <laughs> he fastens this thick cord to Noah's feet, and Noah strides right up to the edge of the cliff, just bouncing in place. He's, he's raring to go. He can't wait to jump off this bridge. He cannot wait to jump off this cliff. And Chaz asks, dude, you want me to dunk you? Meaning, do you want me to adjust the slack of this bungee cord just so? Because Chaz is a professional. So that I'm just going to dip the top of your head in the water that's 500 feet below us. So you're going to be crashing down at like 50 miles an hour. And Noah blinks maybe once and says, dude, of course. Obviously. How could I want anything else? So Chaz counts three, two, one. And I swear, excuse me, he sounds three, two. And I swear before he gets to one, Noah's in the air and he's swan diving. And then he's gone. And all I can hear from the platform is his voice going, yeah! (laughs) Getting fainter and fainter as he just plummets downward. And then it stops briefly as I, I'm guessing he dunks underwater. Or he's just gone. I have no idea. And then I hear, yeah, as he comes flying back up. <clears throat> so when he gets back up to the platform, he's soaking wet because Chaz uh, misjudged the height just a little bit, and he dunked his shoulders as well as his head. This is all true. <laughs> oh, waist. He dunked his waist. Chaz misjudged a little bit more than a hair. And the grin spread across Noah's face is like as wide as his cheeks can hold. Just like beaming. Just beaming, beaming. And he says, dude, that was amazing. You're going to love this. And I feel sick. (laughs) Because there's no way I'm backing out of this now. (laughs) There's no way I'm walking off this bridge without at least plummeting some distance. So long story short, I strap on the boots, I tie them as tight as humanly possible, I sidle up to the edge, and Chaz counts three, two, one, and like an idiot, I jump. And I cannot explain to you the absolute physical terror that every single cell in my entire body just screamed out, what did we just do? as I hung motionless, suspended in midair, gazing at the water hundreds of feet below me. And in that split second, was just about to come sprinting up towards my face. And then all of a sudden, I was rocketing downward, and my heart was slammed in my throat. And then just as quickly, I was flung back up like a human yo-yo. And then it was over, my heart just pounding in my chest. And after we'd done it, and I arrived back safely on the bridge, the rush of absolute accomplishment and excitement and adrenaline was just overwhelming and I've excuse me and I've I've never felt that particular way in my entire life we done the impossible we jumped off a bridge 
and we'd, we'd survived. And it remains one of just the greatest experiences of my life, one that I would never have had, ever, if Noah hadn't pushed me. So why am I telling these two stories? Together, I think they paint a pretty clear picture of who my brother is. The first story shows his absolute unquenchable exuberance for life, his drive to embrace the best of what's around. Of course, when in Rome means go all out. How could it not mean go all out? <laughs> There's no other way that could mean anything else. This is nowhere to a T. And the second story, the bungee jumping story to me, shows that when Noah's made up his mind about something, <clears throat> and he knows that deep in his core it's the right thing for him to do, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> that's it. <clears throat> There's no hesitation. <clears throat> he will jump literally into thin air to see it through. <clears throat> and that's the way it was with Judaism, and that's the way it is with Elisa. Aliza, I've known you for a short time, but I can tell the connection between you two is real, is strong, is genuine, and is lasting. <clears throat> Excuse me. <sighs> I have no doubt, thank you. I have no doubt that you'll be wonderful partners to each other because of all the beautiful qualities Noah embodies. His joy, his strength, his humor, thank you. His joy, his strength, his humor, his faith, his understanding, his compassion which I know all of you have seen over and over again, and because, Eliza, of your caring, devotion, strength, and similar exuberance that I've seen in you. Noah, I love you so much, and I could not, I could not be more proud of you.